It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. This morning, one of my Facebook friends posted that he had a hater in his Facebook group, and this person was spewing out insults and just being very, very negative. My friend decided to look into this person and see what what his profile said and what his story was, because we're all going to have haters from time to time, right? Well, my friend discovered that this person was running a GoFundMe campaign for a loved one who was really sick. And so my friend decided to give this guy money to his crowdfunding campaign instead of retaliating. This is a very good there's a very good chance this guy was operating from a place of stress or maybe he was having a really bad day, but my friend chose to give him the benefit of the doubt and operate from a place of love instead of hate. I think this is a terrific example of how to respond to a hateful situation, and it was a great lesson for me, and I just wanted to pass that along because I thought it was such a terrific example of kindness and generosity. With this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest this week, and before I forget… Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us and let you know that you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free anytime. Uh, a rate and review and uh, a subscription would mean a lot. My guest this week is Jeff Johnson. Jeff has had a really diverse career, first as a professional golfer. Uh, and then as a business owner where he now makes more money per month than most people do in a year. His involvement in World Ventures completely changed his life financially and also expanded his mindset and desire to give and help other people. Jeff has been interviewed in Success From Home magazine and also has been involved in causes such as Water for the World, which provides drilling equipment and education for countries in need of clean water. He is also an advisory board member with his local Boys and Girls Club in Amarillo, Texas. With all this in mind, let me bring on my guest, Jeff Johnston, who returns to the show. He was here probably four years ago during my first year, and he's back again. Jeff, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you having me. Hey, you're so welcome. So let's talk a little bit about your your background. You began your career as a professional golfer. Tell us how that happened. Well, um, I was playing golf at an early age. My dad was actually a uh, high school golf coach. And uh, so <clears throat> I, uh, I just had a love for golf and I um, always wanted to do that and kind of be like him, I guess. And I uh, had a really good mentor there. And, um, you know, he was a really good one. He was kind of an oddball when it came to golf coaches because he did really well. We were from a little bitty town of about, I don't know, 10,000, 12,000 people. And um, he was able to uh, produce 52 PGA pros in a matter of about 30 years in a town of 10 to 12,000 people. Wow. So there's not very many people that have ever done that, or maybe nobody that I've ever heard of, at least. And so, uh, you know, golf was just kind of there in my blood and always liked it. And, um, you know, went to school on a golf scholarship out at uh, southwestern Oklahoma in Weatherford and, you know, kind of continued that as well. And um, still currently, you know, I'm still a, a PGA member. 
Um, so I still have a uh, my uh, Class A card with them and uh, started to do a lot more uh, stuff inside the golf world as well now that I've developed uh, some different streams of income. Fantastic. So is it your ambition to uh, play on the tour or, or teach, be a teaching pro? What is it that you'd like to do inside the golf industry? Well, you know, I'm, I'm still currently a teaching pro. I still teach uh, quite a few people. I've had a chance to uh, coach um, some different uh, celebrities and stuff. And, um, you know, some companies every once in a while hire me to come out to, uh, to big events and to different uh, to uh, kind of cater to some of their clients. And, uh, you know, obviously, I've always dreamed of being on the PGA Tour. Uh, I've got a lot of my buddies that, that uh, did do that. They kind of continued and, you know, really focused. Obviously, there's a lot of focus, a lot of preparation, a lot of practice that needs to go into that. And at the time, I was uh, about 29. I'm 41 now. And uh, But at the time, I just had a little girl and uh, priority shifted. And, you know, I needed a way to make sure that I had money coming in every month and I had no idea what that looked like. But, um, so I, I went ahead and stopped for a while and it took me uh, two or three years to really develop something where I could uh, spend time with my family whenever I wanted to. And at the same time, you know, give back and help other people. And, um, so I, I did that and now my little girl's 11. So she, uh, she's in the sixth grade and um, dad isn't as cool as he used to be. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, you know, so maybe I'm in a, you know, timing's everything. So maybe I'm in a different time in my life where I can at least start focusing on it and, uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Has she, uh, shown interest in golf like you have? Um, you know, she, she, she shows a little bit of interest right now. She's in cheerleading and basketball and, um, different things like that. Um, you know, obviously she's a girl, not a boy. <laughs> so, right. you know, I've kind of let her go, you know, she, I, I want her to do whatever she wants to do. And right now she's more cheerleading, golf, singing, uh, stuff like that. She's been influenced a lot by, uh, uh, my girlfriend who's Lauren Nicole and she did a, she's done a lot of, uh, music stuff and, uh, was on like America's got talent and now's opening for some of the, uh, some of the, uh, you know, best singers in the world when it comes to country music. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So let me guess, you've probably never had what most people would call a traditional job. Then you've been an entrepreneur basically, correct? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, worked at the golf course, uh, when I was young, about 16 and, you know, I stayed out there in Amarillo at a golf course for about seven years. And, you know, I helped there as well, but I, I did give a lot of lessons and stuff like that. So, um, even I was W2 though. So I guess that would be a job. And, sure. uh, and, uh, so, but you know, I'd always focus more on, you know, how do I make money outside of, of, uh, of that job? Cause you know, it wasn't a high paying job at all when it came to, uh, you know, what they were paying me just to show up. And so I made a lot of money around it. So I'd always say I was pretty, you know, entrepreneurial. I've never really just done, you know, I've never just went to W2 job and just collected a check and that was it absolutely and a lot of people you know see golf on television and they think it's a very glamorous life which which there are aspects of it which are but i think a lot of people maybe don't necessarily think about the business side of golf very much there definitely is a business side to all of this isn't there oh yeah just like any sport so there's a lot of promotion and you know uh i got lucky to be uh, mentored by some really good people uh George Priolo um, was uh, the person that I kind of was 
did my apprenticeship under. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, also in our section there in Texas, we just had some really good business minded people. Daryl Crawl is now the, uh, COO of the PGA of America. So, um, he, you know, uh, just listening to him and going to the meetings and, you know, trying to listen to what they had to say and implementing some of the stuff was a big deal. So, you know, I had a chance to be involved, not in only, you know, playing, but also on the business side of things. And, and, you know, still with our travel company, I'm kind of helping develop the uh, golf side of things. So um, that's always been fun. And, you know, it's more my, my wheelhouse now. So I'm really getting to, you know, not that I hated going on all-inclusive trips, but, you know, it's kind of fun to, to, get, um, to get a chance to do something that you're, you know, truly passionate about. Absolutely. So, I mean, we'll talk more about World Ventures a little bit later in the show, but a lot of the destinations that you choose to go to, I would guess that a lot of them are golf resorts or have some access to golf. Oh yeah. I mean, golf's pretty much everywhere now. So, you know, when we go on the trips, obviously the, the golf stuff is always fun. And, you know, a lot of people are always wanting to play golf and, you know, a lot of business minded people play golf and they don't want to be trapped inside a boardroom all day. As a matter of fact, not too long ago, IBM uh, spent about $3 million on golf lessons for their, women employees and there's actually a, a woman CEO at the time and she just knew how important it was that the you know the women went out and learned at least they don't have to be the best in the world just like most guys aren't right but, uh, you know they were kind of hitting the glass ceiling and inside the company and it wasn't it had nothing to do with their gender it had to do with everything that they didn't you know weren't maybe uh you know, confident in going out there and playing golf. And, you know, so they got a bunch of lessons through different uh, PGA pros. And, uh, you know, that allowed them to kind of move up the ladder there. That is so cool that a company would spend that kind of money making sure that their employees could learn uh, a sport like golf. That's really great. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it was really cool. I think uh, I can't remember her name right now, but, you know, she was in the Forbes, you know, uh, top 10 most powerful women at the time. And, um, you know, obviously that was a, that was a kind of cool thing that she did for, you know, for her employees. Absolutely. So we've got a couple of minutes to our first break. How is it that you choose people that you want to work with? You know, um, you know, there's a lot of, I guess there's a lot of different things. I mean, mainly, you know, if they're fun, one of my uh, mentors, a guy named Wayne Nugent, he always said, you know, uh, how he cho- chose them. And I kind of model that sometimes is, that they, uh, they need to be a pleasure for him to work with. <laughs> so, mm. you know, um, you know, sometimes if you're in a position where you might be able to help other people and they really don't want to listen to what you have to say, then, you know, they're probably not to a place where they're ready yet. So, yeah. you know, a lot of personal growth and development might need to come in at that point and, and um, being able to, uh, you know, have them listen to shows like yours, that have a lot of positivity in them and, and, uh, you know, a lot of amazing guests and stuff like that that have achieved. And, you know, so we filter people to all kinds of different places, recommend books, but, you know, fun people for me, like people that like to, you know, um, go out, have fun, you know, not too stuffy. I mean, you know, we want, I always want real people, not people that are, you know, pretend people and, uh, just, you know, just because I don't know why people do that sometimes, but, um, you know, I just want the re- the real people, the people are going to tell, you know, their story and what it is. Cause obviously if they tell the truth and 
because we've all had challenges going, growing up with different right. things. I mean, everybody does, and everybody's got a story that they can go in, and you know that story can help other people if they're transparent. So yeah, you know, I'd say transparent people are pretty good to work with. And absolutely, you know, because you can uh, always get through those you know hurdles. Absolutely. We are coming up on our first break. My very special guest this week is Jeff Johnston. We just finished uh, answering the question, how do you choose people to work with? People who are fun and transparent, two definitely uh, important qualities to consider. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jeff Johnston. He is a member of the PGA, and he is a professional golfer, a teaching pro, and he is also involved in World Ventures, which is a travel uh, multi-level marketing company. We'll talk more about that a little bit later in the show. But I want to ask you, first of all, Jeff, since this is a show geared around success, uh, what does success mean to you specifically? Man, uh, that's a that's a broad question. <laughs> it is. But, it is. <laughs> um, you, you know, success. You know, there's a bunch of different areas in your life that you can have success in, and you know, um, you know, to be well rounded, I guess, 
would uh, would be the goal. And, uh, you know, because there's success, you know, spiritually and success um, uh, when it comes to uh, health. And then there's success when it comes to finances and family. And um, so, you know, obviously, eventually you want to be successful in all of them. I don't know if it's possible to be successful in all of them at one time when they're all in uh, in disarray. And, you know, usually people are successful, you know, you know, whenever they feel good inside of one. And, you know, I don't know if feeling good even is what it's all about because you can feel good and be doing something not very good in most people's eyes. So, but, you know, just try, try to have your act together a little bit when it comes to, uh, you know, for me, it's, you know, it's God, then family, you know, country, then, you know, business. And obviously health plays a role inside of that as well. And, and uh, you know, to reduce stress because, you know, I think a lot of people that, if you can reduce the stress, you know, that's one of the number one killers from what I've been told. And yeah. if you can get rid of that, then, you know, a lot of the success kind of will fall in place just because you're, you know, you, you don't have that block. So I don't know. I guess that would be kind of what success means to me. Absolutely. And, and you know, I like that answer a lot. And I've heard it said, and I can't remember whether Tony Robbins said this or Brian Tracy said this, but one of the things that he likes to do is to organize his, his to pick happiness as a goal and then organize his entire life around it. Because if you are happy and in a good place uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and you organize your entire life around being happy, you're never going to be, uh, you're not going to be miserable for very long at any one point sure. in time. We all have our things to deal with, of course. But sure. I, I like that. You know, certainly. Uh, happiness and and you know God and and business and family those are all so so important too and it's definitely a worthy goal so I do appreciate your answer. Let's talk about the importance of mindset because especially in golf and in business, having your mind right plays such a critical role to success. How does that help you? Well, to me, I mean, you have to have a winning mindset and uh, you have to have the goal to at least win because. You know, there's a lot of people that say, well, winning's not important. It's just, you know, you go out there and play the game. And usually those are the people that just go out there and play the game. So, and definitely you got to have fun playing the game and you got to enjoy it first for you to kind of get the love for the game. But my, you know, my dad always said, you know, he always said, son, you need to go out there and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, your job is just to go have fun and, uh, you know, but also do it with class. <laughs> so, yeah. and obviously the goal is to win. Um, but, you know, if you do, you know, you always want to win when you're at your best. And, you know, when somebody else falters um, in any way, even winning doesn't seem to be as fulfilling. So, yeah. you know, you know, it's to me, it's all about the, you know, the fun, the, the you know, the freedom, the fulfillment, you know, and a lot of people do have the fun and the happiness, but they're not really fulfilled. Um, just because they're not giving back, you know, in a big way. But the winning stuff, you know, I think you just got to have a winning mindset. And, you know, I've heard stuff like attitude or gratitude and things like that. But um, and you got to be but it, but if you want to win, then you, you got to ex at least expect it. Because if you're yeah. just hoping you're going to win um, or uh, wishing you're going to win, um, you know, there's too many people that expect to win to, to where you're, you really don't have a chance. And you, and again, one of the things about mindset that I think I did, um, stumble on at an early age is I literally thought I had to be first <laughs> in everything. And if I wasn't first, I had that, you know, I got that lie where if, if you're not first, you're last. And, you know, if you're in the top 500 
at anything in the world, you're definitely successful. I mean, yeah, you know, there's 7 billion people or so on the planet that try a lot of things. And, um, you know, whether it's golf or knitting or being a good mom or a good dad or, you know, whatever type of leader, <laughs> you know, that you're wanting to be or the best cheerleader or the best football player or whatever you choose, you know, your passion. A lot of people say, you know, and, and I don't know at a hundred percent agree with, with this, but you know, they say, just go do your passion and you know, everything will be great. And I agree with that to some point, but you got to have some sort of mindset of, Hey, I need to make at least a few dollars. Cause if you're not making any money, then it's really hard to give back to other people. And I know time is the most valuable resource that we can, uh, that we can give, but man, if you can give both time and a little bit of money, then that sure does, you know, help the, help, you know, the kid's world go around a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. I uh, read a book years ago, uh, I think it was by Mark McCormick, who is the super business agent or sports agent way back in the day. And he wrote a book called What They Don't Teach You in Harvard Business School. And one of the things he talked about is that you can learn so much about someone by the way they play golf. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, I know a lot of CEOs of all kinds of different companies and you know, they're using social media and stuff to, you know, take a look at what that person's character is like. And, you know, golf is a great way to uh, either promote or expose somebody's character, mm-hmm. you know, really well. And and uh, because, you know, if you're out there, you know, they say how you do anything's how you do everything. And, you know, if you're out there throwing a fit all the time and blaming everything but you, your equipment, this, that and the other, then, uh, you know, usually you're at fault. I had a golf coach in college. He said, you know, son, it's not the Indian, but the arrow behind it, you know, Mm. (laughs) not the arrow, but the Indian behind it. And, uh, you know, but yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a, that's a big key to taking a look at somebody's characters, how they conduct themselves out there. So if you're playing and just hypothetical, I'm not asking for names or anything like that, but if you're playing with a, a CEO and their ball is about four feet from the hole and they decide to just, you know, pick it up like I would make this anyway. Do you make them putt or do you call them out on it or do you make a mental note? Hmm. Hmm. Well, He's expecting a know, gimme. Well, what we always do is establish the ground rules before we play. Good and, idea. Uh, and then, you know, before we play, we say, you know, we're going to play it up in the rough and or down in the rough or up in the fairway and down the rough. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't even know all the rules to golf. So, um, you know, it's really hard to know all of them. Right. Uh, I, I don't know hardly anyone that does. That's why they have rules officials out there to make rulings um, because there's so many different, um, you know, rules. And yes. most people only know the general ones. So, you know, I don't think that's, you know, not too tough. But, you know, if we say, hey, we're going to play it inside the leather or, hey, you can, you know, you can move your ball within a club length and then they move it three club lengths, mm. you know, that's, that's an issue. But, you know, if they're, if they're just out there and they pick up a four footer, but we say, Hey, you know, anything inside of five feet, is good. Well, that's cool. Cause we all get to play by that rule. So, yeah, you know, it's not as stringent. I don't think as it used to be with the PGA and, you know, with top golf and stuff like that, we're really attracting more people into the, uh, you know, into golf than ever before, because, you know, the goal is to make it fun. The goal is to get the families out there. And, you know, that's one of my jobs as a PGA member to, you know, promote the game of golf and uh, try to expand yeah. it. So, um, yeah. 
That's really great. I love what you shared about establishing the boundaries in advance. And I think that's a lesson we can learn, not just in golf, but in business and, and everything. There's a lot less tension when everyone knows what all the rules are in advance, right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we, a lot of times, you know, when you have a tournament, you put them all on a piece of paper and, you know, we read them to everyone. And, you know, a lot of people don't listen very well and, right. you know, they're cutting up and doing other things. And then when they get called on it, well, they're like, well, how is I expect to know? Or how's it, or you're supposed to be at your cart at 1 PM, not 101, you know? Right. And, you know, um, you know, I think it was uh, Lombardi that said, you know, to be, uh, what do you say, to be uh, 10 minutes early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late. Yep. And, uh, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, my, my cousin was actually a guy by the name of uh, Forrest Gregg, and he played left guard for Lombardi. And, I know uh, who that Lombardi, is. Yeah, and that's my middle name, Greg, G-R-E-G-G. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he was one of the best players. Lombardi said several times that he was the best player he ever coached. And, you know, a lot of times you're, you know, you got to take direction and you got to learn how to listen and you got to learn how to play by the rules. And, you know, if you can't play by the rules then you know, that's step one for success. You got to at least listen to the rules, you know, and, yes. and figure that out before you can yeah. really move forward. Exactly. Now you talked earlier about how you are, are a teaching pro and you've worked with actors and athletes and celebrities. And I just want to ask uh, probably more generally, how do you meet high profile people we've got a couple of minutes until our next break oh man um you know a lot of them are out on the golf course you know um you know a lot of them are you can see them driving fancy cars <laughs> you know um you know it, it's kind of funny because people ask me that all the time like how do you get connected into these people well my mom and dad were both school teachers so we grew up in a little bitty town and we weren't connected into those people. I mean, it was in the middle of nowhere, Texas. So, you know, I think uh, inside business, if you're, you know, focused and doing something big and being entrepreneurial, they, those, you have a tendency to attract those kind of people. But, you know, just getting out there and shaking hands and smiling and, um, you know, being yourself, I think is a big deal. And because they're, they, they're people too. And they put their pants on one leg at a time, like everybody else. And, you know, even though they get the publicity and everything, you know, they just want to have fun. And, you know, when it's time to chill out, chill out and not be attacked by everyone in the world. And, yes, you know, so, you know, I would say a lot of the times, you know, just don't bug the heck out of them. And uh, because when you do, they don't want to be around you. It doesn't matter who you are. So, you know, it's just getting out there and networking and talking to people and introducing yourself and, you know, kind of highlighting some of the stuff that, might be interesting to them and stuff like that. Awesome. We're coming up against our next break. I can't believe how quickly the show is going. We're talking to Jeff Johnston, and in the next segment, we will talk about how network marketing and direct sales can be a really great vehicle for building wealth and uh, maybe why some people tend to shy away from starting their own business. Uh, it's It can be a very great vehicle if you do it right, and I've seen people do it right, and I've seen people do it really, really wrong. So we'll explore some of that when we come back from our break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back.
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jeff Johnston. And what I want to talk about next, Jeff, is network marketing and direct sales because that's where you are making uh, a significant amount of your, your living right now. It can be a really terrific vehicle for building wealth if you do it right. Uh, tell me, though, why do you think people tend to shy away from this? Uh, just lack of education, really, um, they, um, myself included. <laughs> so. You know, when I first saw it, um, you know, I don't know, I, people had tried to get me into some network marketing business back, you know, years ago because I was playing golf and stuff and knew some people, um, at least on the golf course. And uh, um, just like everybody else, I had a mom and dad and a brother and a sister and all that kind of stuff and cousins. And, you know, it made sense and I saw the numbers and, you know, I liked how it looked and, and, uh, but then when I went and talked to some people, obviously they failed and, you know, most people fail their first time at anything. And, and, uh, but when you have a reinforcing behavior, just like in golf, you know, I, I know so many people that, you know, go out there and play golf. I'm like, man, I tried that. That was terrible. I don't even know how you do that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you have to do it again. You have to get lessons. You have to have a mentor. And so I think I was really lucky in having uh, some good mentors, um, in, in the, in that business. And, and I think it literally was, you know, it was through people that were not, you know, network marketing people that I found my mentors. And cause I just looked at people that are having success and wanted to do what they did. And, but like I said, I, um, that's why I think most people don't have it because they just don't have the right information. And, um, 
once they have the right information, now it's just a matter of applying the right information. And that can be scary too. Yeah. Because, you know, when you've never done anything before, um, in, with anything, you know, you're nervous. I mean, I'm not a great, um, you know, when it comes to uh, what's a surfer, I'm not a great surfer. So every single time I get out there, I'm like, this is so frustrating. But yeah. then I did the kneeboarding and that was a little bit easier and stuff like that. But, you know, there's a learning process to everything. And, you know, most people are just going to quit before they succeed. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate because in this industry, um, as long as they don't quit, then they can win. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's the yeah. only way you can quit or can lose. Absolutely. I think having a great mentor is extremely important. Someone who's committed to your success. Uh, sometimes I think the right opportunity and being in an industry that resonates with you is also extremely important. So how do you identify a good opportunity in direct sales, given how many different types of um, MLMs there are out there? Well, you know, there's a lot of good companies and good stable companies that have been around for a while. And, you know, to me, um, you know, it's whatever you like to do. Um, I chose travel just because almost everybody likes to do it. And, and, uh, you know, you know, with, with, uh, with most, most of your uh, network marketing companies live in nutrition either or makeup or something like that, but they're a product based companies and there's nothing wrong with those. There's, you know, you can have great products and, you know, I like it when girls wear makeup, you know, so, right. you know, that's fine with me. And, um, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just not my cup of tea. And, and, uh, you know, and, and now in this day and age, you're not having to stock as much stuff as you had to back then because of the internet. But, you know, if you really want to be super successful, there's not a lot of people that stock nothing because it's just good to have it on you with kind of an impulse buy. So, you know, they teach their people, you know, how to, you know, sell these sample packages. And a lot of times they have to buy on things. And so there's a little bit more upfront costs, but with, you know, nutrition and stuff like that, it was a, it was a conversation that I just, isn't normal for me. You know, we never said, man, you know, I can't wait before I get healthy so I can sit here and be healthy. <laughs> you know, we were always right. like, how are we going to travel the world? And, you know, how are we, you know, do you want to, where, how can we get the money to go on this vacation? How can we do that? And so when I saw that, um, I got really excited because, you know, they said, you know, it's a network marketing opportunity, but it's travel. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you can go on a vacation for less and, you know, really get a good deal. And I was like, well, who wouldn't want to get a better deal when they go on vacation? And, you know, it's not in, you know, VIP treatment. I never really had VIP treatment. And, I was doing it the old way um, through Expedia and Travelocity and, you know, some of this stuff that, uh, that you know, there's forever ago. You know, and look at the taxi business. Like, you know, if you want to spend less, I mean, go to Uber. If you want a better experience, ride in a car that's clean. You know, that's what I'm going to be doing yeah. here in Vegas over the next few days. And, and uh, that just makes more sense. And it's all on apps and um, it's just the new way and, uh, to, to travel. We have about a million members. So, you know, uh, inside our app and, um, you can't get access to it until you join, but you know, it's just not a lot of money to save a lot of money. And, and, uh, my dad was always a saver and he taught me a penny saves a penny earned. And I still look for good deals and on stuff that's, you know, cheap. And, you know, so that's, that's what I was looking at when I uh, saw the travel opportunity, because, you know, it was something that was literally, monetarily cheaper 
and you didn't have to go out and um, sell something that was obviously way more expensive than most of the other brands. And it might be better, but it's expensive. So not everybody yeah. can afford that. So, you know, that's why I kind of gravitated toward uh, toward travel. Yeah, that's that's great. And based on how many people you enroll or how what you sell, you have an opportunity to earn bonus travel too, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, over the last uh, 10 years since I've been working with this company, you know, all my travel has been, you know, completely reimbursed. I've been to 67 countries now, um, wow. you know, uh, and, and they've paid me a, a ridiculous amount of income more than you know, more than I ever made playing in any uh, golf tournaments. So, you know, and, and there's residuals that are involved. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, I didn't even know really what residual income meant when I started. All I need, all I knew is that I had a little girl and I needed to figure out something, but where, and I didn't know what something was, but you know, this came kind of fell in my lap. I heard about it just like everybody else out there is hearing about it right now. And, yeah. um, and you know, I, I just kind of, Saw the opportunity, and uh, you know it wasn't much for uh, to start a business. I think it was about a hundred bucks, and uh, yeah. so I said, "Why not?" <laughs> you know, that's sure. The, that's just not absolutely. Why. Yeah. Well, you're doing very, very well in this. Why do you think some people succeed in this and others don't? What skill set do you think is absolutely imperative for someone to have to succeed in this industry? Well, I think that they need to. Uh, you know, get mixed inside the culture and kind of, you know, the skill set obviously is, I know this sounds simple, Brian, but, you know, can you speak English? <laughs> right. Or, or, or a Mandarin or whatever it is, or Spanish to other people. And, you know, do you have any confidence? And, you know, to me, it's more about yourself and uh, the confidence in you and the confidence in other people, the confidence in the company, because, you know, if you have that confidence or that, confidence is a good word for it i guess if you have yeah. confidence then uh in everything around you then it's easy to uh to know that's a good thing and you know that's why i think some time passing is important and you know when i when i started you know i didn't go to my uh you know i, I guess i had the chicken list too apparently but because i didn't go to my best people but i didn't because i didn't know i've never done anything like this i didn't know if it'd work i didn't know if they would actually uh pay for the uh, customers that I brought in, you know, yeah. some people told me there ain't no way they're going to pay you. And I was like, really? And, uh, so, but once I uh, saw some of those checks and got some confidence in it and, you know, uh, you know, it just kept getting bigger and I kept getting to go on more free trips and, you know, be able to earn them, you know, earn some vacations. And, you know, not only did I, but my, uh, my team started winning and everybody around me started winning that just did what they told them to do over time, maybe not the first week, but, you know, over the first year, my, you know, people were going on more vacations and, than they ever had. And, and, uh, simply by, uh, you know, exposing and then, uh, telling other people through a system, you know, simple system, which, you know, most people, that's, that's what I tell people all the time. They're like, what do I need to do? I was like, speak English in public. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, you mentioned uh, your daughter was a very strong reason why. Uh, I think it's important that we all identify what our very strong reason why is or else we just aren't going to stay focused. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to have uh, you got to you got to have a reason for anything. I remember when they 
somebody said, what's your why? I was like, what are you talking about? It was, right. it was probably a year and a half before I even understood what they were talking about. I was like, what are these people? You got to have a why. I was like, what are you talking about? So, you know, I think that was a better way, you know, your reason, you know, why are you doing this? And, and you need to really dig to the root of it. And, you know, for me, it was easy. Um, you know, I had a little girl. I'd never had one before. Um, I don't know if it had been a boy, if it had been different, but, you know, I, uh, I just, I said, man, I wanted to spend some time with her and, you know, I'm not going to do that working 80, 90, a hundred hours a week and practicing. I mean, where's the time? There's only 164 hours in a week. That's it. So, you know, if I'd have been working 40 hours a week, you know, I'd yeah. have had 124 left over. I mean, I could have slept 60 hours a week, you know, yeah. nine hours a day and, you know, I still would have had an extra 60 hours, but, you know, doing what I was doing, you know, with all the practice that was involved and, uh, you know, it was 80, a hundred hours a week when it was all said and done. So, yeah. um, there just wasn't any time to uh, spend with her and there's no way I was going to do that. Exactly. We've got less than two minutes to our final break. Let's talk about briefly the importance of accountability. How important is it for you to be accountable to others and others to be accountable to you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's everything, you know, again, I was, I was uh, lucky that I had someone that was very strict and, um, you know, held me accountable because there was a lot of days where I didn't feel like doing anything. And, you know, um, I would call him and he'd just say, you know, well, you better do something or do you not. So you're not serious about, you know, spending time with your daughter. And, and he knew, you know, cause I told him everything. And, and, uh, so, you know, he would really, uh, you know, held me accountable and, and not only that, I would hold him accountable because I told him when I first started, I said, listen, if I'm going to do this, you know, you better be there, you know. And he goes, well, as long as you do what I say, then uh, I'll be there. If you don't do it, I won't answer your phone calls. <laughs> I said, there you go. You know, that's fair enough. And and, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, he was always there because I answered his calls and he answered mine. And, you know, that was before texting. Now it's even easier. You know, you yeah. can just you're and you know, we at the very first of the day we put down what we wanted to accomplish and at the end of the day we looked at what we did accomplish and you know um we figured it out really really quickly if we were being true to ourselves or yeah because you're sitting there lying to yourself that you want to get something done and you sit around and plan all day or you know uh just talk about stuff i mean that just mm -hmm. doesn't get it done so having somebody exactly. that's accountable and um mm -hmm. you know is is a big deal so all right, we are coming up against our final break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. 
updates with quality programming. This is Tokinet Radio. wondered where the terms used in computer speak originated? The word cookie, that package of information that travels between a browser and web server, is named after the fortune cookie, a cookie with an embedded message. Rebooting the computer is literally pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. The name Google was originally coined in 1938 by Milton Sirota, nephew of mathematician Edward Kasner, during a discussion of large numbers. Uh, Google is the number one, followed by 100 zeros. The word Yahoo was originally invented by Jonathan Swift and used in his book Gulliver's Travels. It's a derogatory term for a person who is repulsive in appearance. Yahoo founders Jerry Yang and David Philo selected the name because they considered themselves Yahoos. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is the final segment of today's show. I can't believe how quickly it's going. My very special guest this week is Jeff Johnston. He is a professional golfer, and he's involved in World Ventures, which is a travel direct sales company. Jeff, I want to ask you, a lot of people use social media in one form or another. How do you use social media to build your business? You know, we use social media more, um, I guess, just, just showing what you're doing every day. And uh, just where you're at and who you're with and your family. I mean, we just we really just use it as, I guess, a lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be a big lifestyle. It just has to be like, what are you doing? You know, and mm-hmm. and some people don't like that, to tell you the truth, because they want to be private and stuff like that. But, you know, the truth is, I think today that there isn't a lot of privacy. I mean, look at the campaigns for president. They're right. completely, uh, you know, mixed in privacy and um there just isn't any and uh and um so you know i think it's important you know the penalty for privacy is is uh you know seclusion (laughs) yeah so you know uh so we just really use social media um you know you can check mine out um they're pretty much all my social medias the instagram the twitters the snapchat and i'm on all of them so you know, every time I hear another one, I get on that one and at least grab my name, you know, and I put Jeff G. Johnston. So if anybody wanted to go uh, check those out and kind of see what we do, then that's cool. And uh, but, you know, we just use them as a form of, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. This is our lifestyle. If you like it, then, you know, you know, come join us. If you don't like it, then, you know, then uh, don't, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. Um, you know, pretty much easy. I'm not out there blasting a bunch of links and, you know, uh, I know a lot of people do that in different types of businesses, but, you know, we really don't have to because, you know, what they reward their people with, if they do good as a vacation and, you know, um, you know, if they sell $150,000, $200,000 worth of whatever, then they get to go on a vacation. So that's our products. So we don't really need to do any of that. Absolutely. We talked a little bit earlier about how some of your favorite destinations involve golf. Where specifically do you enjoy going or what are some of your favorite vacation spots that you've been to? You know, I would say some of my favorite destinations, you know, uh, some of them involve golf, some of them don't. Um, 
you know, uh, it depends what you're talking about, like pure beauty, you know, the Amalfi coast of Italy. I mean, it's really hard to get better than that. Um, there's a little island off the coast called uh, Capri or Capri. And, um, you know, Caesar went there and he was one of the last, he was the last guy to rule the known world. And, you know, that's where he decided to hang out after he saw most of it. So, um, you know, I think that speaks in it for itself. And, um, you know, Dubai was really cool. Um, you know, the technology over there is just amazing. And what's been put into the buildings over the last few years, that was really neat. Um, India, I got a chance to go over and see the Taj Mahal on another volunteerism trip. Um, the Taj is just probably the most magnificent structure I've ever seen. It just literally doesn't even look real. Um, you know, I like Mexico. I mean, you know, they have some really sandy beaches after I've traveled all over the world. Hey, it's hard to beat those, you know, over there and um, not Cabo, but over there in Flycar. And, um, you know, there's, there's so many spots in the world, just so big, um, you know, Amsterdam, Holland, uh, I like cheese, you know, yeah. uh, you know, France, I got a chance to go there in Nice and Monte Carlo. I mean, Monte Carlo is just amazing. I mean, it looks like it's not real with all the, you know, you get in a traffic jam over there and you see Ferraris. I mean, it's like, what's going on here? And, um, so there's just so many places depending on what you like. Um, to experience so you know and that's kind of the cool thing about the vacations because everybody likes something different i love the mountains the alps are cool the rockies are cool um, yeah you know it just depends on what you're feeling that day yeah absolutely another element of being really successful i've heard people say on my show is just the idea of getting things done really fast quick implementation does that square up with what you believe too oh yeah for sure i mean you got to have a system and and, uh, you know, social media definitely helps with that. The Internet's just flat in the field for everybody. And um, it doesn't matter as long as you have access to some sort of computer, your phone or anything. You know, we always talk about being a mobilepreneur. And if you got a mobile phone, then, you know, we can work from any beach in the world and uh, promote wherever it is or any golf course or whatever you're doing. And um, so, you know, you got to have a system. you got to have something that's, uh, you know, that you can really plug into. Um, if you go to my uh, website, Jeff G, or it's uh, Jeff G, J- I'm sorry, it's just jeffjohnston.biz. Jeffjohnston.biz, there's a, um, you know, a pretty good little contact manager and stuff that's on there. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. It's, um, you know, not World Ventures approved, just, you know, someone that wants a system approved. Um, you know, so I got a lot of other people that interact with different companies that are out there that go there and, you know, get to utilize some of that stuff because, you know, their companies, some of them are charging for it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about goal setting for a little bit. Some people are of the mind uh, that you need to set really long-term goals. Other people prefer to set shorter-term goals. Where do you fit on that continuum? Both. I mean, you know, it's it's silly. To me, it's silly to do one and not the other. <laughs> so, okay. you know, like I said, we had a daily goal when I first got started and we said what we were going to do and we try to accomplish it. And then if we didn't accomplish it, then we made sure we doubled up the next day. So, you know, to me, you got to have a daily goal. You have to have, you know, a weekly goal of what you're going to do. You have to have a monthly goal. And and uh, and it's important to hit your goals and um, set them where it's, you know, a stretch, but um, also at the same time realistic. So, um, but if, if one of the two, if I had to personally, you know, I like to, I like to work hard. So, um, and I know that if I work hard, my team works hard, 
if I stretch my goals, they're going to stretch their goals. And, and, uh, you know, if you can lead in the front then that's always better. So, yeah, absolutely. You are also involved in some charity work with world ventures, right? Yeah, uh, sure. We have our own, uh, 501 C three that, uh, that we have, and, uh, we donate to a lot of different causes and, um, you know, I'll do some fundraisers right now. I'm really, uh, I'm on the board of the boys and girls club in Amarillo. I've been on the board of, oh gosh, no telling how many charities from the time I was 21 to now. And, uh, but that's kind of what we're supporting right now. We just built a, uh, sports court. Actually, we did a golf tournament and, um, I definitely had health. That was, uh, that was not all me by sure. I, everything I do is not all me. <laughs> so right. it's. It's a, it's a big team of people that makes me uh, makes me look good sometimes, and sometimes I get some credit that I don't deserve. But as a team, you know, we uh, we uh, there at Amarillo, we raised about thirty four thousand dollars for the sports court at the Boys and Girls Club, and and um, you know uh, we uh, got a matching grant for the other thirty four thousand. So you know, it was a seventy thousand dollars sports court, and you know those kids need something to keep them off the streets and. Um, because they're not the, the uber privileged kids, but you know, when you can go up there and talk to them and, uh, let them know that something's possible for them and, um, you know, and, and, and just, uh, have them hear the stories, you know, going up there and just telling stories of where we've been and what we've been doing and how, it's, you know, how I was right there from border two in, in Amarillo and, you know, the opportunities are just kind of endless now with this day and age. So. Um, it's good to go out there and kind of and help out as much as you can and raise some money if you can. And it doesn't matter if it's a bake sale or, you know, you raise a million dollars. You know, I've, I've had times where we raised tons of money for the troops and stuff like that. Um, you know, my girlfriend, she's, she sings for the troops as well. Um, and uh, Operation Rock the Troops, one of my really good buddies, um, is, uh, is a leader of that charity. And, so, you know, it's going out and picking whatever it is that you believe in and uh, and uh, doing that. So, Absolutely, absolutely. So let's, uh, let's do a pivot here. We've got probably about four minutes or so to the end. What's the scariest thing you've ever done, Jeff? The scariest thing that I've ever done? Wow, that's crazy. Um, you know, I tried to jump out of an airplane once, but that didn't work. <laughs> so that well, was you're still crazy. here, so it must not have been that bad. Well, no, I didn't do it. So. Oh, you didn't do it. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I, I actually have done it twice, and I'm done. I, I, I really want to. Uh, you know, I, I just thought it's scary, and, you know, I still have fears. So. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I know you're not supposed to, but I'm just kind of human, so you brought something up scary. That um, The scariest thing i ever done. You know, the crazy thing is it's hard to, for me to really remember it because – once I did it, it wasn't so scary anymore. I mean, I remember going on, a, I was really scared of heights for a while and going on um, roller coasters and stuff like that. But once I went on one or two of them, then it became fun. So, um, uh, but I still, I don't know if that jumping out of the airplane deal would be fun or not, but yeah, um, I think it would be. Um, you know, so I don't know, doing uh, man, the scariest thing I've ever done. Uh, so, so if you're looking for a really scary roller coaster, you're visiting Las Vegas now. Go to the Stratosphere. There's a roller coaster on top of the Stratosphere and do it at night. Uh, I've done that before. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, before. I did that once, too, and never again. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had some liquid courage that night. There's no doubt about it. 
There you go. There you go. So let me ask you, uh, who inspires and motivates you? This is the question I ask everyone at the end of the show. Well, you know, I would say, you know, my dad for sure. You know, I mean, he just had such a good career in golf that um, that uh, it, it was big. So, uh, you know, with, with what he how he inspired and motivated other people. And, you know, I was just kind of, I guess, a product of that system. And, you know, I still really um you know, listen to what he has to say and look up to him. And, and, uh, with that, obviously, uh, Jesus is a pretty good guy, I think to uh, model. <laughs> so right. uh, definitely, uh, I think he's a good guy to model for sure. And so, uh, look up to him and, um, you know, my, my little girl's still the same way. My girlfriend, she's a excellent musician, like I said, and <clears throat> her, her website's Lauren Nicole.biz. And, uh, y'all, you guys can look at that too, but, um, you know, um, you know, I like music and, um, I like golf and people and fun. I mean, there's just so many people, but, you know, I'd say, you know, more than anything, probably, probably my father, I think, uh, he, he just did so much that, yeah. um, it's hard to ignore that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So we've got less than a minute to the end, Jeff, how can we find you learn more about what you're doing? How can we connect with you? Um, you can just go to jeffjohnston.biz um, and just enter all your contact information there and um, and uh, just type whatever it is that you want there. I've, like I say, I've uh, I've done a lot of music stuff now and I'm some agents for some different people. And then if you you know if you're looking to start your own business, then, and you got to be good, just really really good if you have <laughs> with the music stuff. Um, yep. But uh, you know, if you're wanting to start your own business, you know, World Ventures, I, I believe, is a great place to start. And okay. um, if you just went to my uh, Facebook or my Instagram at Jeff G Johnston at Jeff okay. G Johnston, you'll find that. All there. right. And we're at the end. This is Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at six Eastern, where I interview a world class expert in in something, <laughs> whether business, relationship, health, anything. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. And and thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Take care. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to 